0: Quadrupedal, quadruped. Oh man, what is that? Is that quadrupedal?
1: Quadrupedal. Yeah, I'm gonna go with pedal.
0: Kobalion has four legs <laughs> and it's a Pokemon <laughs> that possesses traits of stags and goats. <laughs> that's that's the show tag for sure. <laughs> yeah. Tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Kobalians, tigers, and bears. Oh my! Team Rocket installs
1: upper management.
0: Registeel gets a fresh coat of wax and shines!
1: Creative freedom of the ferocious kind. And more on this episode of GoCast.
0: Hello, and welcome to the GoCast podcast episode seventy-seven-zero. We get to start collecting social security now, right? Or is that does that happen earlier in life? I actually have no idea how that works. I'm not into anyway. It's it's a, a Wednesday because Kyle and I were busy yesterday doing associated things with our lives. You know, it's November sixth, uh, and welcome. Hi, my name is Chris, your host, and with me I'm joined by Kyle. Hiya. And no special guest besides each other, I guess. Kyle, you're always my special guest. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, I think. Great. Yeah. Sorry, am I freaking you out? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, before we get started here, patron shout out in that section that we normally shout out new patrons. But hey, shout out to existing patron, Julie, for running her marathon. Congratulations. I know it's been a long time. A long road of training and stuff but that's really really wicked awesome good for you on tackling that that's sick okay mr kyle uh yes. i didn't get i didn't get the goal book out here we go i've got it happy to report that jt did accomplish his goal that he set last week yesterday so so jt he got eight shinies he's trying to get a shiny Skarmory, reggie gigas and i think all the shiny or he was trying to get a shiny Skarmory, catch a reggie gigas and get each of the shiny reggies and i believe that he got the eight shining goals at the very least i'd have to double check for the other ones but good for him all the same mr kyle yes did you have success with colossal discovery for example did you finish the event
1: i did finish the event so there okay. is that
0: good for you me too awesome all right three hundred thousand stardust
1: uh no it was, just, it was more like 200 unfortunately
0: okay. all right that's still a fair amount and did you use that stardust to then max out your
1: mischievous i have not yet but mostly because i just i have not played much outside of the colossal discovery since we last recorded because i've been busy moving so it's it's been a time well
0: congratulations on your move and i'm so sorry to hear that you're moving (laughs) Uh, it's a stressful time but it's so great to be in a new place
1: also rip my home gym you know Oh yeah. And, and that's I right. and I no longer have any home spawns, so it hurts.
0: Ooh, it no. hurts.
1: Well, don't you worry. There's a specific piece of news this week
0: that might change <laughs> that situation for you moving forward. But uh so uh one out of three. All right, we'll talk more about the Colossal event uh in the news, actually up front in the news. So for myself, my goals I wanted to get two shinies, one of them to be event shinies that was from the Halloween event. When I can you believe it? We were still talking about the Halloween event last week. Yeah, wow, that's pretty crazy. Um, I did not get any event shinies, but I did get two shinies. I hatched a shiny Elikid, and my first research breakthrough from this new rotation, which we'll talk (laughs) about in the news as well. Not only did I get a Unova stone, I also got a shiny Zapdos. Don't worry, the IVs were trash Ola and a half. Not that great. Besides that, I wanted to get three hundred thousand Stardust. I probably got like two fifty. I don't know. I kind of like lost steam towards the end there, especially when it started snowing and being generally awful. And uh, catch my Reggie Gigas and did do that. Did did do that. Uh, anything else happen in your week, Kyle? Before we just check our Unova Metal scores real uh, quick.
1: Well, during the Colossal discovery, I really wanted to to get a shiny Reggie. That didn't happen. Instead, I got a shiny Aeron. So I think that's number Congratulations. five wow. for yeah. me. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yay, shiny Arime. Yep, that is number five. Okay.
0: Yeah. The complete the set uh, one and almost a, over a half times, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> well, funny is that the reason I didn't do the Unova check first is that the, the big highlight this week for me was that I got so many new Unova Pokemon. Uh, I got some really lucky hatches. I've been walking a lot of Pokemon specifically at this do like forever this past week. After getting my Unova stone the first time earlier in the week, got my Simipour, poor, which Ooh. I'm excited about because I, I don't ever have to look forward to that one ever again. I hatched enough Pharaoh seeds to get my Pharaoh thorn. I got my lampant, not my chandelure yet. And I got my go lurk by catching enough. Golets in doing those uh research, and you know what? Uh huh. Uh huh. So, what's your number at uh for you, Nova, Mr. No- mr Kyle?
1: I'm at 30 still. Okay, it hasn't changed sitting,
0: at all. I'm sitting at 36. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I could, I could
1: be one more because I haven't evolved my pan pour, and I could, okay. but I don't want to use my one stone on that sure sure when are we gonna when are we gonna lift the rare candy uh, tariff well i mean you you can you can go ahead and use them all you want but i'm gonna need the rare candy in the future for my ghost achievement eventually so yeah but i
0: want it to be a fair competition you know, I think. Uh, I mean, think I think sweet. it's safe
1: to say that you've 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 pulled the head enough that I will not keep up at this point. <laughs> what? No,
0: dude, I'm gonna hit a wall. I always do. Don't you worry. Uh, and then towards the end, it'll be a mad dash. <laughs>
1: I still don't have a golet at all. For example, okay. I still don't have a pharaoh seed at all. Not even one. For example.
0: Are you not buying any of the boxes, even the new ones?
1: No, I haven't. I haven't spent money on the game outside of the Colossal Discovery since we started talking about how bad the boxes were.
0: Okay, well, we'll talk about the new boxes in a little bit here. And speaking of all these things I'm alluding to, why don't we just hop right to it in the news section? First things up, let's do a little retrospective, a Colossal Discovery. Let's recap this bad boy, Kyle. First and foremost, how do you think it went overall? Before we get into specifics and comparing it to other things, you know discussing its worth, it's whatever. It was okay. Just all
1: right. okay, I think is a good way to put it without going into the details. Okay.
0: how did you feel about the format? Like basically the how long it was available, how much we had to achieve. It was the special research fund to you.
1: The timing was kind of strange because of how long it was. Yeah, sure. although I get it it was it was that long so that more people could take part in it, obviously. But like the amount of stuff there was to do, it was like 45 minutes or an hour, maybe. Yeah. Total. Unless you had no candy going into the event. If you had no candy for the evolutions that the event required, you probably would have taken a fair chunk of time to get it done.
0: Yeah. So to kind of break it down rather simply for those of you that maybe didn't participate in the event and are wondering what these steps were. There were four steps total. The first step was was it ice was the first one ice or rock? It was rock. First one was rock. Yes, so you have to for each stage, the first three stages, each of them you have to raid and then catch, specifically catch any of the three reggies, right? And then uh, the second and third tasks were evolve 7 of a particular type of pokemon and catch 7 of a particular type of pokemon. And you got like fun encounters from them like Tyranitar and stuff like that. But the three typings for stage one, two, and three were rock, ice, and steel. Yes. And then on the fourth stage, the three things you had to do was take a ghost snapshot with one of each of the reggies. So even though you could catch any of the three, to get past the first three stages, you had to catch you know the whole set and take pictures of them in order to get your Reggie Gigas as your reward for stage four. That being said, like Kyle is saying probably could have done it in 45 minutes even if you didn't have the candy it wasn't very difficult the spawns were rather plentiful but i i don't know this brings me to my first complaint about the event that I, I feel a lot less passionately now than i did in the moment i was kind of frustrated by the event um in a couple of aspects One, i thought the spawns were not exciting at all i don't know how you felt about it, kyle but seeing that many aaron and magnemite and like that pretty much being like no skarmory spawns really where we were and we were at navy pier it's pretty like it was pretty spawn dense that was kind of disappointing
1: yeah i wasn't catching i'll be honest i caught when i felt like it but i mostly let my plus you know roll a dice because it just didn't it wasn't worth it to me i already had you know 500 plus of each candy after i did the seven evolutions so yeah.
0: that being said, I mean, I went back and I looked at the event description afterwards and nothing in the description made it seem like it would be anything more than what we got. I think we all just had high hopes about it being something rather crazy, like the Saturday GoFest spawns or maybe they would surprise us with something. But that I mean, they, we got everything they said that we would.
1: Yeah, I think if we want to go into it, objectively speaking, the event was value. The event had value purely from the 10 raid passes if you like to raid and the pose that you get at the end as well as the unova stone if you want to put value on that of course the the pose gives your character scoliosis so i don't know why you'd want to use it (laughs) i am using it
0: i am using it hey i it made me (laughs) it made me use coins to buy a hoodie that made it look less bad
1: (laughs) i got you but yeah i did i think it's just – it wasn't very exciting to do. Right. And like even the free field research that they've given out have been more exciting for me than this one was.
0: I would agree. I, I do. I don't think I was disappointed by the event. I think I was just kind of surprised at how like – You were very whelmed. Yeah, exactly. How I, Feeling very whelmed is a good way to put it. But like just how – I don't know kind of anemic it it felt i think the writing was fun in in the quest like dr willow's studying like diglett patterns and you you know there's a cool little narrative but overall this is just a reggie event like i paid for a reggie event and i just i i can't believe i did it
1: (laughs) i will say there is one cool thing that came of this a whole thing and that was the raid timer system that was going on in place And by which I mean, it was mostly chaos or anarchy. Reggie's were popping up with no eggs showing up. Eggs were coming up with five minute timers. Raids were showing up with only 15 minutes left out of nowhere. It was actually like kind of interesting and kind of cool. So.
0: So how would you compare this to other types of events? Because I know we were we were drawing a lot of comparisons to we wanted it to be like the spawns that were like from the GoFest pass. Right. Uh, But I think this is more comparable to like a research day mixed with
1: like a raid day yeah i would compare this closer to a community day than anything else the research day is close because it was like nearly skarmory research day there were so many skarmory research but no spawning right i i have more fun on community day than i did
0: for That's this true event so so, stick with me for a sec. Think of it through the lens, because th- this made me kind of change my perspective on it quite a bit. Think of it through the lens of it being like a of a raid day, right? On raid days, they give you, was it five extra passes? And you went out and you did stuff. But instead, with this one, they lock you into at least $8 of yours, and they give you a couple more passes, and you're sitting around and raiding and stuff, and there's something to do while you're waiting for those raids to pop up. But ultimately, it was just like a raid day with some trimmings right and from that it was like less disappointing for me because i i didn't think of it like that i kept thinking of it like i was so focused on the spawns and it wasn't about that it was about the raids and how quickly they were popping up and getting everybody together to do them
1: i don't necessarily agree i think the difference with the raid day is you have a singular purpose on the raid day and that kind of focus changes the way you play sure I think it changes the experience when you see every gym is a raid. So you can bounce from gym to gym to gym with your group and have a really enjoyable but focused experience there. Whereas this was very dispersed. So it felt like it was kind of everywhere. And then it sort of honed in for a minute and then it dispersed again. And the dispersed, yeah. the dispersed parts were not very fun
0: sure the in between wasn't engaging yeah, whereas, really enough
1: you know whereas in community day or raid days it's always pretty much the same level of whatever energy you have it it usually stays consistent
0: that that is one thing i will say about this though is that it was really nice to do this event and not think that i had to put uh you know be at 110% the entire time because when we do community days i mean like we go right like we're we're we don't stop we only stop for for clusters other than that we just keep moving on to the next one we're like you know calling out checks and stuff like that if somebody gets a good one along the way they're like hey check for this and stuff like that like we're all hardcore shiny counting and yelling and stuff like that but this was so relaxed i mean we had a party of six then uh you're like half the party of three you guys were outside because your reception was better we were inside and we were like keeping pace with each other no problem without seeing each other because there was nothing to do besides choke point to choke point.
1: hmm I think... So this is going to really come down to the value for me. The raid passes don't really factor in because if you're going to get raid passes, you'll, you're going to buy boxes, and the boxes right. are going to always have right. the highest value, which we'll talk about shortly for the newest boxes. It's It's what you get outside of that for me, which is the pose... And the chance for Reggie Gygus. The fact that I have Reggie Gygus now means I don't have to worry about a, an EX raid for however long he's going to be there. Who even knows? Probably Please three months. don't put him there for longer than three months.
0: It'll probably be hopefully three months. Wait. Oh, no. It might be like half a year.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I don't have to worry about it then. But right. was talking about it as the day ended. There are so many missed opportunities in Pokemon Go for cosmetics that they could sell Mm -hmm. and make money. And it's just, it's a shame, you know. They could sell backgrounds for when you're catching Pokemon. They could sell places that you could set up for AR photography, like, you know, a 3D backdrop for your AR photography.
0: Ooh, they could sell different versions of like the battle music or the catch music too.
1: Yeah, like they could do all sorts of these things that are like positive, not like money grubbing, but they're also not very difficult to make. Right. And if those were tied behind, you know, events like this, I'd be cool with that. I'd be much more inclined if it had something like that related to it. Even if I don't do all of that, even if I don't take AR photography, it's still really cool.
0: That's true. I would say this, though, too. I was having a conversation before we kind of wrap it up here. I was having a conversation with a listener of the show, Rob, about how I felt about the uh, the entire event. I, I had a positive experience, right? I liked the event. But the things that I liked the most about it weren't the things that I paid for. You know, I really enjoyed hanging out with all my friends and stuff like that. We had we went to Navy Pier. It was awesome. The weather was nice and we were able to pop in and out no problem. We met some other pogo players. A bunch of us got fun shinies. You know, your girlfriend got a shiny clink. That was so exciting for everybody.
1: Oh my gosh, so jealous still of that shiny <laughs> clink.
0: But it oh was it was so great. But th- none of yeah. those things were anything that had to do with the event. And I think if you, okay, if you look at it from that perspective, it sounds like I'm being really negative about it, but actually I'm happy that I went and did this event, like that this event facilitated an excuse for us to get together and do something like that. But I don't think I needed to pay $7.99 to get that
1: experience. Exactly. I think another factor comes in that how much you paid. I think we said that if it was $4.99, it would have felt better still. Yeah. Yeah. I think $5 is, is fair for what we got. Basically, the way I looked at it was I paid $8 to go hang out with some friends outside, basically, which yeah. I could have done for free, technically.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I guess so. But, you know, again, having the excuse, there's value in that. But I know exactly. there's a lot of talk of people talking about, um, you know, the... The price of it, and and being like you know, seven ninety nine really isn't a lot of money. It's like a meal, or it's like you know, a really expensive drink at Starbucks or something like that. Like it's not a big deal uh, for money. But I think I think what you were talking to, what you were just saying about five dollars would feel better. I think that's the thing that's important. It doesn't matter how much money it is if it doesn't feel right.
1: Exactly. That eight dollars, even for somebody who's not making a lot of money, it's not. It's not that much. You're going to spend more than that going out and doing whatever you were going to do anyways. But there is the negative associated with spending money on mobile gaming and free games. So it's it's about finding the sweet spot that gets people into spending the money and find it acceptable.
0: Exactly. Uh, there was another also secondary interest with this day because Ratchet Steel is kind of in the spotlight nowadays. Uh, we'll get to that later on the show as well. But let's wrap up Colossal Discovery. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about this before we move on?
1: I'd like to get your opinion on this. Will you do it again? Yes. Aside from the fact that we record this show.
0: Oh, uh, if, if I didn't, we didn't record if, it, if I didn't feel like I had to do it so I could talk intelligently about it on the show or <laughs> to look at me intelligently. Wow. I'm assuming a lot here. Um, <laughs> but if, if I didn't have enough an informed opinion, right. If I, you know, I had the opportunity to do it. If I'm unavailable to do it, that's one thing. But if I'm available to do it, I feel compelled to do it. Uh, but yeah, if I didn't have that pressure, I don't know if like if my friends were available.
1: Yeah, I would. Uh, see, I would not. If if we weren't recording this, I would not buy another pass another event like this. And I was talking with my girlfriend and her friend who came with us and they both bought the event. I wouldn't expect them to buy it, to come hang out. And they definitely felt the same way. Like they had a good time, but they wouldn't do it again.
0: Yeah, but I think this was uh pretty great in the way it was set up that uh, the people that if they just came with you, those rates were still going to be there.
1: Mm hmm so it's they could true. have
0: just showed up and bought just an ultra box and played the way they wanted to and not worried about the Gigas, And it would have been just fine, I guess. But anyway, that's that's a really interesting question. I, I kind of, I know it's not our, uh, poke poll this week, but I'm interested if, if you have an opinion, listener on, you know, would you buy this pass again? Uh, we'd like to hear you guys weigh in on that for sure. Cause I'm assuming that's kind of different for everybody. Cause it's kind of like a dynamic range of experience. I've seen so many people say it was great, and so many people say it was awful.
1: Yeah, it's it's been very interesting, even just in our own Discord, seeing the range of response yeah, to the, the event. disparity
0: between them. Yeah, it's so <laughs> yeah, strange. Well, anyway, speaking of despair, not disparity, I suppose November December research breakthroughs. Uh, we know what they uh, are uh, after a plague. A plague, I say. Two months of Evie with a flower crown, with a shiny chance. I bet it's a myth. There was no chance at all, Kyle. Oh, none. <laughs> um, <laughs> they were just doing that to sell research tasks. Wait a second, that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, we finally have a fresh, new selection of Pokemon, and I'm happy oh, to wait. announce that we have. <laughs> It's the legendary bird, Zapdos, Moltres and Articuno. But wait, there's more. For their triumphant return for the 12th time or whenever it happens to be, Groudon and Kyogre are coming back. <laughs> Fan favorites, everybody. Those five. Oh, they do each have a shiny chance. And I'll be very honest with you. I know new players need the legendary birds. And it's always nice to get Groudon and Kyogre, especially since Kyogre is so high up there as far as water attackers go. It's better to just kind of farm the candy like that and just get like a six every, you know, couple of weeks or whatever. A quick sixer. Uh, but like... Uh,
1: I think this Better is this... or worse
0: than Flower Crown Eevee, Kyle?
1: What do you think? I mean, it's objectively better because <laughs> yeah. it, they're legendaries. Yeah, but how do you feel about it? I feel indifferent because this is the second or third time we've had this exact selection of five Pokemon. Yeah. When they could have done some ones we hadn't had already.
0: Now, would you feel differently if each of these Pokemon could
1: also have a Flower Crown? I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'd really dig a a flower crown groudon. That'd be that'd be pretty great.
0: Hear me out though. Hear me out. That sounds awesome, but shiny flower crown kyogre.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm always for shiny Kyogre in any form. In a
0: plush form. I want those flowers there. I want the whole thing. Give it eyelashes, make it real cute, (laughs) you know? That would be sick. uh yeah it's exciting that it's you know a different selection of pokemon i guess we can stop talking about flower crown Eevees for a while until their return inevitably right at some point yeah speaking of things changing over with the new month slash months for november we have new boxes this information is coming from gohub uh or you know just the shopping game too i guess i I just couldn't be bothered to open up the app uh special box has four raid passes one super incubator and two star pieces always nice to see star pieces in a plurality in the lower tier boxes ultra box 17 raid passes this is a good box for raiders Two super incubators, three lucky eggs, ten max potions. Way to trip at the finish line, there, ultra box, adventure <laughs> the star box. Adventure box, yeah, dude. I would, I would have taken one star piece over ten max potions any, anytime. You know. Anyway, the adventure box: twelve super incubators, three lucky eggs, four regular egg incubators. That's okay. Again, ten max potions. It's Why? like somebody is shoving people down. Why, like. <laughs> enjoy this you want these you need these potions you don't know that you need them yet but you'll thank us later as i just delete them in mass oh my gosh well anyway uh that's how we feel about that that being said i think the adventure box if you're looking for incubators is much more attractive than the previous one was i just couldn't bring myself to spend coins on pineapple berries so i'll
1: take the max potions over pineapple berries so you asked me earlier I haven't spent any money on the game in, I don't, I don't even know now, three months. Something like that. Minus minus the colossal discovery. Sure. I don't feel bad about it. I still have, you know, 30, 40 raid passes left right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm really burnt out on hatching eggs and hatching them one at a time has not made me feel any more inclined to hatch more eggs. No, it actually feels worse to hatch one at a time. Well, just like I got a I finally got a 10k egg after I don't know hatching 10-12 eggs. Yeah. It was a sable eye. <laughs> <laughs> and now I don't want to hatch any more eggs. I had to like force myself just to put it in the free incubator because, like, who cares,
0: Kyle? The hatching life is not for everybody, it's a, a breeder's life is just it's <laughs> wrought with frustration and disappointment. How many <laughs> eggs have you hatched? Have you checked your breeder badge lately?
1: Uh, because I think I've lately. got a fever that only incubators can solve. Yeah, no, you have hatched an insane amount of eggs compared to me. I have not hatched yes. that many eggs. I will, I will check. In quickly while i'm slowly filling the air 1,214 1,214
0: that's not bad though that's a you lot. probably
1: have like what 2,800 3,000 no, 3,800 3,800 eggs
0: yeah yeah 3,856 i think that's actually pretty low compared to other people that actually have because oh, sh- yeah, i went sure. I, mean, I took like a
1: break for a couple like list last month I mean, the planetary ones couldn't do it just couldn't do it if i kept you know, nine incubators going at all times, I could totally, you know, rack up numbers, but like, that's so much money. I just don't like even ignoring yeah. any financial commitments or anything. I just don't want to like, I could spend right. that money somewhere else and have more fun. Yeah. I, and I, still I have know. fun with go.
0: I still like if there's enough super incubators in there, I'll do it. Even if the other items are garbage, it's just those pineapple berries. Just no,
1: maybe no. when we get like another 16, or something. Super incubator. Yeah, buys. I'll get that one. That would be awesome. Uh, besides new
0: boxes for November. Oh, so I guess. Hey, would you recommend them for anybody? Any of these? Maybe the special box for star pieces. is actually pretty good value.
1: Yeah. If you need star yeah. pieces, the special box is actually good. If you really only want to raid ultra box, it's up there in the raid pass value alone. Yeah, it really is. I think the only better that we've seen was the one last Christmas. Which was 20, I think. Yeah, it was
0: 20. But I mean, we are going into the holiday season here soon. Yep. So maybe they'll exactly. uh, be a little maybe bit more generous. Yeah, yeah, it could be. So just keep grinding away at the at those gym coins. But like I was saying, aside from new boxes in November, we also have new raid bosses. All right, the tiers. This information comes from heavy.com because I couldn't find it in our normal places tier one we've got Mankey, growlith Houndower, meditite shanks crow and clink <gasps> that's a lot of tier one choices yeah. now normally tier one is great because each of them can be shiny we have one sore thumb and his name is crow he yeah. cannot be shiny which has me suspicious will there be an no. event
1: yo what does shiny crow look like though Hang i think on.
0: he's green my man i think no he's i green. can't
1: Oh, he's okay. not green. What he's is he not green? He's like a teal. Like oh. closer to blue.
0: Okay. All right. But I can yeah. dig.
1: I can I, dig. I, I I dig it. Okay. Give me shiny crow gun. You know what
0: you, you probably can't dig is the tier two selection. Uh Alolan executor, Okay, that's where this list kinda of should stop. <laughs> Magmar, Quilava, and Mag Cargo.
1: Dear Lord. What? <laughs> Dear Lord. What? <laughs> why uh, uh,
0: uh, i mean I we know understand. why we know why and the answer is what's in tier five we'll, we'll get there tier but three like... alolan raichu regular old nine machamp flareon hariyama machamp and machamp adjacent are in the same tier
1: <laughs> it's you but you like you've answered the question from the previous tier with this one machamp is here like <laughs>
0: yeah yes
1: and you absolutely. can solo machamp so you can, you can solo I think any of these tier 3s. Yeah. But I'm saying like compared to the tier 2 just what? No, don't do tier yeah. 2. Don't do it.
0: Well, there's even better options in tier 4. Charizard. Hey, it's cool to have Charizard. Alolan Marowak here to stay apparently. Tyranitar, everybody's favorite staple. Blaziken Charizard adjacent, but with a fighting flavor, a little dash of Peppa in there. Absol, where else are you going to get an Absol? So it's got to stick around. Now, why all of these weird choices of like fire type Pokemon and stuff? Well, the answer is our new tier five raid boss, Cobalion. We'll talk more about Cobalion a little bit later in both the gear up and So I don't want to spend too much time on it. But Kyle, the big question is, have you caught one? No, I have not. Okay, I have caught one and I do not feel better for having caught it. Okay, we're moving on. Team Go Rocket leaders. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> team go rocket leaders it has been a busy couple of days in the social sphere for pokemon go my goodness people there's been there's been crying there's been laughing there's been a uh, death there's been despair people just rioting the streets and also world peace at the same time nobody knows which way is up or down anymore as far as a scheme Go rocket thing is concerned but we did get kind of a a little flavor a little snapshot of what it's going to look like once this entire thing is integrated completely. I say completely because it's only in four cities right now, but I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> this, this article is from Go Hub that we're pulling all this stuff from. So, the following mechanics were reported in early encounters with Go Rocket leaders uh, Defeat Team Go Rocket grunts to collect mysterious components. You need six mysterious components to create a rocket detector. Pretty straightforward from all the narrative stuff. Rocket detector is used to find a team goal rocket leader. Activating the detector will enter a new map mode where you will be directed towards the boss. You can enter the map by tapping an icon that shows up just under the Go Plus icon. Have you seen pictures of this overworld map, Kyle?
1: I have, yes.
0: It's pretty cool. I agree. It's like it's... night mode. <laughs> it's like night mode. And I want that. I want that permanently. I agree. Rocket detector is consumed after the boss is defeated. Team Go Rocket is only available. Their office hours are from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. <laughs> You'll have to leave a voicemail, I guess, after 10 p.m. Uh, so here are some combat tips, again, from this article from Go Hub. Go Rocket leaders use shields, but the combat is similar to regular grunt battles, i.e., PvE battles. You can capture one of the shadow Pokemon used by the rocket leader team leader shadow Pokemon can be shiny shiny Meowth Sneasel and Scyther all shadow as well mm -mm, have been reported to date guess as of like yesterday when this article was written you know if this is a, a story that's developing Live, right? Sort of thing. But the uh nobody believed the first shiny shadow meow screenshot. Like there was a lot of like, I don't know, that looks shop to me. And then Sneasel started rolling in, and then shiny shadow scyther, and my heart just burst.
1: You're I'm like, so I need excited. it. I do I need the legion. Need
0: it. Please, they're so awesome. Um, as far as availability goes, the four cities that they're kind of around are uh London, Atlanta, Austin, and San Francisco, and I think they're reported a couple of places, maybe in the UK, one or two of those places. Uh that's cool. But why bother doing these? If shiny shadow Pokemon aren't your thing, why why bother? Well, because surprise, surprise, rocket leader battles can drop you Nova Stones. And also Sinnoh Stones. Uh, you get 1000 Stardust and two of these five options Max Revive, Regular Revive, cool, cool. Max Potion, <sighs> uh, Unova Stone, and a Sinnoh Stone. And rightfully so, in this article, Unova Stone is boldened. <laughs>
1: You know, it's gonna feel great to be doing these leader battles and put in all this work, and then you're gonna get a max potion and a Sinnoh stone.
0: <laughs> you can get two, right? You can get two regular revives. Don't, don't just this... <laughs> so, don't count that one out, man. I'm holding you're out right, for it. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so
1: what do their teams look like, Kyle? So Cliff has the Shadow Meowth. He also can have Snorlax, Sand Slash, or Flygon. He can have Tyranitar, Infernape, or Torterra as his second and third Pokemon, respectively.
0: Cool. Cool. What's uh what's really funny is that the best Pokemon versus these three guys that are suggested are like Machamp and like a couple of other things, and that's it. It's it's
1: Machamp, Machamp, and then Tyranitar. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I do wish. Before we get any farther, they'd maybe thought about the typing a little bit more so that Machamp wasn't just Hey, use Machamp.
0: Well, it's gonna be but, stuff that you can get out of raids, right? Tier four raids, tier three yeah, raids.
1: But like just, you yeah. know, give
0: Machamp a break. He's only got four arms. <laughs> can we yeah, can-
1: <laughs> give
0: give him a champ of vacation. This guy's been working overtime. Goodness me. Uh, Sierra, for her first Pokemon, she has Sneasel. That's where that shiny Sneasel can come from. Her second Pokemon can be one of these three, Hypno Lapras Sableye. Uh, and her third Pokemon can be one of these three, Alakazam, Houndoom, and Gardevoir. Again, bring him a champ. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just, just bring him a champ.
0: What about Arlo, though, Kyle?
1: Arlo has the elusive. Scyther to get the <laughs> shiny Shadow Scyther. Second Pokemon can be either Magnazone, Crobat, or Gyarados. And his third Pokemon can be either Sizor, Dragonite, or Charizard. Now, let me just say, Arlo totally has the best lineup of Pokemon. Yeah, I
0: was gonna ask you who like, has the coolest lineup, and it's, 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 it's
1: totally, it's totally hands Arlo. down, Arlo
0: that being said it, i mean okay all right so so what's the best team for him do you think as far as like cool and as far as coverage like what's the best lineup for
1: him oh i'm so bad at typing don't do this to me <laughs> okay like okay what about the coolest what do you think the coolest would be for arlo well i mean the scyther's the scyther is the scyther required yes the, scythers the first required. One? okay uh-huh. so scyther magnezone and then charizard
0: You think so? Yeah. Zone, really?
1: Yeah. I know you love the Crobat, but I don't. But
0: Crobat's such a quintessential Team Rocket thing, though, too, you know? Yeah, he
1: is. But, like, you know.
0: Like, I imagine that every admin that has a Crobat is like I had the zoopet when I was a grunt stealing Pokemon from children, you <laughs> yes. know, and, and we've hated things together so much that we've learned to love. But only each other. Or the world is a harsh place, you know, like and then they get things to make them look different, like goggles or they get real muscular or they're a girl like <laughs> I think I think for Sierra, speaking of Sierra, a sneasel a sableye and a hound doom is a really cool team yeah uh cool you can get new Nova stones nothing really else to talk about here to be very honest until we have more information i really want to get my hands on it i want
1: to try it you know all i can say is that looking at that picture of the rocket radar yo niantic where's the raid version oh yeah because like that's it that that map right there that's what we want to see but for raids the exact same thing that's true
0: plus there's also i think it'd be more to this rocket thing by the way because we haven't seen the hqs yet yes this is true yeah so i'm excited about all that stuff Let's move on to our last piece of news here. And we don't normally cover a lot of the tech stuff, but it does have a lot of like tie-ins with the game. So this is from The Verge. Pokemon Go is getting a live AR multiplayer feature called Buddy Adventure. And there's a couple of other things in here as well. I'm going to read most of this verbatim because it's a rather short article. Niantic Labs is bringing some of its next generation augmented reality tech out of the experimental phase. The company today announced that a live multiplayer feature for Pokemon Go called Buddy Adventure will make its way to the mobile AR game sometime in the next few months. That's so soon. The feature is based on Niantic's codename Neon, multiplayer AR technology, which it first showed off last year. I think we talked about it briefly
1: we did briefly
0: yeah it effectively allows two separate devices to create interactive ar objects within the same frame so that two players of a game like pokemon go can each see the same ar objects when viewing the world through their ios or android camera lens that is so 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 cool all the stuff we were talking about wanting like pvp to be where you could use ar and pvp Mm-hmm. Like, this is a step in that direction. With Buddy Adventure, Niantic says Pokemon Go players will be able to pick a Buddy Pokemon to pair with using the existing Buddy system. You'll then be able to go on said adventure with another player. It's not quite clear what that adventure entails just yet, but a cute demo video features Pikachu, showed a more realistic version of the creature you could interact with and feed berries. In a separate part of the video, Niantic shows how two players and their respective Buddy Pokemon can all exist together in the same frame. So player one can interact with player two's buddy Pokemon and vice versa. You can all also stand together and snap a photo. Are you excited
1: yet? Are you interested yet? <laughs> what do you uh, think? I'm wondering why we're getting this info from the verge and not from Niantic. <laughs> but that's yeah, the cynic in me.
0: I think that they did like a couple of press releases because I saw once this article went up, then uh, Pokemon Go Hub also put one up and stuff like that. But i had already compiled the notes. The same information is popping up all over the place, being corroborated and such. So I think the Verge just pushed it out quicker. <laughs> yeah. Pokemon Go buddy adventure feature will not only allow you to interact with your Pokemon via the AR camera, it will also provide trainers with a shared experience of seeing the real world friends interacting with their buddy Pokemon in real time. Diana Hugh, Niantic's director of AR Platform, wrote in a blog post, Buddy Adventure is also cross-platform, so whether your friends are on iPhone or Android, you see where this is going. Niantic also has a few other announcements. This is good stuff. Related to its AR platform, it's opening up its Wayfarer program, which allows users to suggest real-world locations in the community to review and approve for games like Ingress and Pokemon Go to small businesses. That way, a company like Starbucks or 7-Eleven can apply to have their locations loaded into Niantic's Wayfarer database, which adds them to in-game stops as sponsored locations. So we're going to be getting more sponsored locations back. Now, this isn't mentioned in this article, but I saw other articles around today. I'll try to have to find a link to throw in the show notes, but they were saying that Wayfair is supposed to be live for everybody next week.
1: I saw live for level 40 next week yeah. myself, so yeah, yeah but
0: globally. That's pretty cool. Uh, Last thing in this article, Niantic is also bringing its impressive AR occlusion technology, which allows AR objects to interact more realistically with real-world ones to its real-world platform. The set of technologies and developer tools Niantic makes available to third-party app and game makers. One final piece of news is Niantic's new Beyond Reality Fund and Creator Program, two new initiatives that will see the company give out funding and access to its real-world platform to AR startups and app. Makers, So they're going to start having an open API, kind of like Google Maps does, which is pretty cool. But uh, they kind of just just glazed over this. But uh, the occlusion stuff is really
1: sick. Yeah, I remember the demo from last year that they were showing.
0: So if, if you at home don't know what occlusion is, uh, it's basically like if you have your Pikachu out in front of you. I think the demo they showed was a Pikachu and Eevee running around. It, it should, when they run across the screen or whatever... And they go across the image that's in front of you like a like a couch or something. Currently they'll just go over the couch, right? Like it's not the couch isn't there. But with occlusion, it should detect 3D objects in the space around you and make like the Pikachu disappear behind it partially and then reappear, right, where it would normally reappear. Yeah. And and that's just a level of insanity with this sort of technology that's just going to be so cool
1: <laughs> that's that's definitely really awesome tech for sure yeah How, what it adds to the game not i don't think it will be very much but it's it's still really cool going forward
0: right and i mean the technology was always like niantic seems like a tech company first and a gaming company not quite second i mean like feels like they're married you know like they're married to both ideas
1: Um, I mean, let's just say that Pokemon Go makes a very large amount of money.
0: Yes, yes, it sure does. (laughs) So it's cool that they're using that money for like developing new stuff and acquiring and consolidating technology in a way that makes sense. And so cool stuff like this just gives me it makes me excited.
1: For sure. I, I would like to see the occlusion tech coming forward just for other things, because that definitely has implications for other AR gaming, not just for Pokemon
0: yeah i think so too yeah I'm, I'm so excited the buddy
1: adventure system i'm not very excited about we'll but see we'll see, we'll see. I, don't,
0: I don't know if that's all that's going to be with the new buddy system or not there's probably it's, gonna be it's more, more to like it.
1: there's a lot of neat things there but there's also like right why would i want to do it besides that yeah. it's kind of neat to do it once take a picture with your friend and their pokemon and yours but that's you cool get one that, time you
0: got to get that gold medal do it a thousand times
1: in no uncertain terms (laughs) um
0: all right so that that's it for the news quite a bit of news exciting stuff all right we promised it for you here it is in two sections first starting with gear up let's learn way too much about Kabalion.
1: so this week on gear up we're gonna do a little raid guide for cabalian because you know he's topical Who doesn't want to do a bunch of Kabalian raids, right, Chris?
0: Well, we we both missed out on the raid hour, so
1: I guess not us. I don't know. It's definitely not us. (laughs) We'll we'll get to that in just a second on why. He's a steel fighting type, which means you have two major options for countering him. The first one is fire. The best options for a fire type counter is going to be chandelure. You know, for those of you with your six fully maxed out chandelures already. (laughs) You have fun with that, with Fire Spin and Overheat. Next counter is going to be Entei with Fire Fang and Overheat. Woo, DPS. And and then this one that I really liked, because it's never on the list, is Heatran. Heatran's actually good. He's a good fire type. I don't know why he's not recommended more. I know why he's recommended for Kabayan, and that's because he's Fire Steel. So he double resists any steel type moves that Kabayan will throw at him. So... He's got really high TDO for this raid. Best <laughs> best move going to be Fire Spin and Fire Blast. Then a budget option is going to be Blaziken with Counter and Blast Burn. And this is going to be over Charizard because Counter is just a better move than Fire Spin.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: it's still and it's still super not super effective, but it's still neutral because of the Steel typing. The second typing, Fighting type. Big surprise here. Who, who's number one? It's it's Machamp. Counter Dynamic Punch. I hope you have six by now. You know the drill. <laughs> if, if you're really waiting for conkelder I'm sorry. Don't keep waiting. It's not worth it. Machamp's still going to be good. Some other options, though. You can use Ground Type. And your two options there are going to be Groudon with Shot and Earthquake. Use the Groudon that you probably got from your first field research. You know, throw a bunch <laughs> of rare candy in there. You'll be fine. Or if you're one of the few people who have found a Gibble, you can use Garchomp, Mudshot, Earthquake. Someone out there has a full team of six maxed out Garchomps. Oh, sure. And they're all lucky, too. Yeah, they're all lucky. You know that. Mm -hmm. Some budget options for when Machamp is not budget enough is Hariyama, Counter Dynamic Punch, Toxicroak with Counter Dynamic Punch, and Breloom with Counter Dynamic Punch. Oh, the Big surprise. (laughs) Uh, it's kind of nice to have a use to use Breloom. He's yeah, just a fun Pokemon. Absolutely. And then, of course, there's Charizard, Fire Spin, Blast Burn. Almost as good as Blaziken. It's like it's a shred of difference, honestly. But here's the real question: I know someone's probably asking, even though they know the answer. Oh, can I ask? Is... I don't know the answer. Okay, you can ask. But is he any good? No, he's no. really not. He's he's so bad. Like it's actually astounding. We'll get to the exact stats in a moment when we talk about it for the Pokalore, but let just I just want to put it in perspective for everybody out there. He has worse DPS than Agron. <laughs> ah, he has worse uh, DPS than Agron uh, in a category where Meteor Mash and Metagross exists. Can can so,
0: disappointment <laughs> make you nauseous? Because that's just what <laughs> happened to me.
1: I um, mean, I definitely God. I saw the chart and I'm like, wait. Where is he? Scroll, scroll. (laughs) Oh, he's right underneath Agron. Okay. Oh, that stinks. It's real bad. And that's as a steel type attacker, if that's not clear. So as a fighting type, you don't even it's it's not even a question. Don't even talk about it. (laughs) But because Kabalion is part of a uh a gaggle, a group, a set, a bunch of a set, it's a set of Pokemon called the Swords of Justice. I thought I'd touch on the other three very briefly because the announcement for Kabalyan made it sound like they're coming right afterwards. I'm going to probably butcher a couple of the names. going to do my best. First up is Terrakion. He's a standard rock type attacker. He's solidly okay. He's still only just barely better than Rhyperior and worse than Tyranitar and Rampardos. So what are we even doing with him <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're filling out our pokedex man that's what it's all about. exactly
1: and then next up is Virizion. verizon 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 <laughs> how much verizon? coverage okay. does Verizion get me <laughs> very strange coverage that's for sure okay verizion has got moves all over the place and he has no stab quick move so he just ends up being a subpar grass type attacker that's even worse than that's worse than roserade Torterra and Leafeon, so it's just like, he's, he's a dex filler, just like Caballion. Last up is the Pokemon that looks not like a Pokemon at all, and if you've never seen this one, you should look it up after this, Caldeo, very strange looking Pokemon, with another mess of a moveset, it's just like they're all over the place, but he actually is decent, weirdly enough. Low Kick and Hydro Pump makes him like the third best water type attacker in the <laughs> game <laughs> so strange but like this is of course not assuming uh it's not assuming critical oh my god i can't it's not assuming super effective for either move so somebody with double water will be better against something that's like fire or rock
0: sure and then it, low mm-hmm. kick and
1: close combat is just you know it's another fighting type attacker but Machamp exists so why bother
0: You know against fighting type though the fighting Would also be super effective so Like rock it it would be Great against a rock type Pokemon
1: You're right it would so Caldeo has uses With the water moveset it's very It's just it's such a strange one Yeah my little pony coming out clutch man (laughs) So we're in for an interesting Set of raids if they Try and stick all of them Together But Caldeo is the one to look out for of the four, I believe. And we'll get that one last, probably. Probably. If we even get it technically at all like this, because I believe Caldeo is a mythical Pokemon. Technically. So, yes, it also has two forms. So, you know take of that what you will is
0: shaman in this generation or is that next generation that is this generation oh that might have man, been last shaman. generation actually I don't, I don't i don't know i mean it's hard to keep track of the legendaries because they're just so spread out but <laughs> yeah anyway let's learn more about kobalion uh in the pokalore so this week we're going to talk about cabalian like i just said the iron will pokemon iron will <laughs> Iron will not be valid in any situation. Cobalion is a quadrupedal, quadrupedal, quadruped. Oh man,
1: what is that? Is that quadrupedal? Quadrupedal. Yeah. I'm gonna go with pedal.
0: Cobalion has four legs that, and it's a Pokemon <laughs> that possesses traits of stacks and goats. <laughs> that's that's the show tag for sure. <laughs> yeah. It is covered in aqua blue fur and has jagged yellow horns similar in shape to thunderbolts its snout is a lighter shade of blue than the rest of its fur there is a black blaze running from its nose to the back of its head on its long neck and hind legs there are small gray spots it has it has a white tuft of fur under its neck resembling a cravat i don't know what that is <laughs> on its shoulder blades are yellow protrusions that resemble fins i know what those are its tail resembles these protrusions albeit in the same color as its snout Kobalion's legs have black bands with lighter fur underneath and large black hooves Kobalion has a composed demeanor but dislikes humans rude once it fought against people to protect pokemon also rude its glare can make even an unruly pokemon obey it i'm getting some mixed signals from this one here (laughs) getting some real mixed signals relatively uncool pokemon uh, but the origin is pretty cool cobalion appears to be based on the character of athos from the novel the three musketeers like athos cobalion is the oldest and the de facto leader of the group like the others of its trio its appearance is based on ungulates it bears a close resemblance to a markhor, which is a type of goat and species of antelope, such as the greater kudu or common eland. It also resembles a stag like the other members of its trio. Its nose is shaped like that of a sheep or goat. The, the important thing here is the, you know, three musketeers reference, and that's pretty much it. Well. <laughs> that, that's true of the, the swords of justice I don't know if I said any of those exotic words correctly or not but I'm just committing to the way that my life is alright stats for this bad boy and I emphasize on bad <laughs> Bad, yeah. bad. Max CP thirty twenty two. Whatever he breaks three k, awesome. So does my champ. Big big deal. <laughs> Mediocre attack of one ninety two with an acceptable stamina of two hundred nine are made more relevant with a stellar defense of two twenty nine, but not enough to be truly notable. Best move set: metal claw. And then he want to have close combat and iron head. If you feel like wasting stardust and. Lots of candy on this guy. I don't think you should do it, but Metal Claw and Close Combat will get you through any situation. Actually, if you're in a situation won't where you need get to you use through this guy. situation. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but that's it. That That's it. Uh, does, do you have any love for Kobalion, Kyle? I don't know. I feel like I just kind of just poo-pooed him a little bit. But... I think
1: he's a cool-looking Pokemon, personally. Okay. I think the the trio... Kabayan, Verizian, and Terakian are pretty cool-looking Pokemon, but like, Caldeo's yeah. real ugly.
0: <laughs> I think the legendary beasts are way cooler than these
1: Pokemon. Yeah, they have they have a different design for sure.
0: Definitely that's true oh we're gonna get some more blades as a legendary pokemon in this upcoming uh sword and shield so
1: oh boy let's <sighs> not talk about that one right now
0: okay we won't actually we're not going to talk about it at all because we'll be here all night okay let's move into the pvp section we had a slight request in the discord from Catherine, i believe to talk about lock on there's only a little bit like to talk about with lock on it's pretty much it's it's good why is it good? Lock on only deals one damage per turn, which is in itself quite low, like bad, but it has an energy return of five per hit with a one turn duration in PvP. This makes lock on the fastest energy producing turn based move in the, like basically ever. It, it just it knocks everything else up. Previously, the three fastest uh, energy producing moves were Mudshot, Cycle Cut, and Thundershock with 1.4 and 4.5. This has got five. So it's doing a little bit better than Thundershock as far as energy generation. And why is this so good? It's because the other moves that that the Regis have are like one bar charge moves that drop bombs. So you get to pull these things off like wicked fast. So here's the thing. This is why I was talking about Registeel earlier. Lock-on is so good that it's made Registeel the number one Pokemon for overall performance in Great League and, in most cases, Ultra League. Ooh, oh boy, wowza! So that's good. That's good news for for Registeel, but also uniquely, uh, aside from the new exceptional rate of energy generation, Registeel's general bulk allows it to consistently outstay any of its counters. Just because it's so such a big boy, you know, huge man, lots of bulk doing the thing, slapping his arms around and stuff. Uh, that's that's pretty much all there is with, with lock-on. It's not going to really matter for the other Regis because they can't get under 1,500. So that's that. He's Registeel. TM lock-on. Yeah. That's it. That's awesome. Okay. That wasn't really enough for a PvP section, so I decided to scour the internet for more information on what I promised a couple of weeks ago, the Ferocious Cup meta. All this information is from Game Press. I will, of course, link the extended article in the show notes. So, Kyle, I'm going to ask you to help me with some of this. This is a lot. This is a ton. <laughs> with no type restrictions, just physical ones, this cup is incredibly open. A core lineup should include the following roles. These are, these are suggestions. This, by no means is this a hard and fast rule, but this is where the conversation is right now, right? You're going to want a dark type, a water type, an anti-dark, an anti-water, an anti-fairy, and then a flex. Whatever you feel like is the best out of the group that you have. So for dark types, there's really only two choices. And by two, I really only mean one. You want to bring an <laughs> Umbreon that has Snarl, Foul Play, and Dark Pulse. If you have Last Resort, you should bring Last Resort and Foul Play. Drop Dark Pulse. Umbreon is so tanky. It's so good. It's it's one of those must-have Pokemon in this cup. If you don't have a last resort Umbreon or you don't have an Umbreon that's worth using, you can substitute in an Alolan eradicate with Quick Attack, Crunch, and Hyper Fang. Uh, if you can avoid it, you should not do that. I don't care if you love him. Umbreon is just better. But he's got the chubby cheeks. That's true. I do like him. But Umbreon is just better. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the way it is. For water types, uh, you should bring a Vaporeon. More Eevee Evolution Love. Just Maybe you could bring one of a Flower Crown. Maybe you have those. Who knows? Oh, boy. Uh, with Water Gun, also Last Resort, and Hydro Pump or Aqua Tail. Uh, last Resort is just so good, apparently. I, I haven't tried this myself, but it's all everybody's talking about.
1: I don't think I have a Last Resort evolution at all. Did you TM it away? I don't think I evolved any at the time because oh you didn't care for the move. Like, it did no no one really cared for it outside of collection at the time. Yeah. I think i also oh, I was kind of bitter about the Eevee community today. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm done. And then left. <laughs> so <laughs> awesome. Byborel, Water Gun,
0: and Surf and Hyper Fang. It's cool to see Biborrel in there. Sweet <laughs> my boy snarl hydro pump and bubble beam for that added strategy. you know what i mean bubble beam is, is great lowers speed or something these defense i think it's defense i don't really know
1: i was like hang on, we don't got speed
0: <laughs> yeah it's just speed just like makes your phone just run slower
1: <laughs> it's uh, it's spyware yeah actually just, bubble beam is spyware it's bloatware. You heard it here first
0: yeah that's it it just like starts taking up space uh, on your hard drive or just starts using RAM or something. I don't know. Okay, Kyle, fill me in on the Darks, the
1: Antis here. So, Anti-Dark, you got Alolan Ninetales. That, bring that fairy typing. Woo-hoo. With Charm, because, you know, Charm is fantastic. And Psy Shock and Ice Beam. You have, here you go, is everyone's favorite. It's, there's it's, a reason why they want to a staple. this. <laughs> it's staple. It's Granville. <laughs> with Charm. <laughs> And crunch and close combat. You know, charm is just, it's so good. Nobody And it's you also your invite. only fairy fast move. So, you know, got to make do with what you got. One day we'll get a, another fairy fast move to shake things up. Maybe. Maybe. One day. Next is Delcaddy. What? Yeah. <laughs> Look at her. Look at her go. I, I feel like, if I'm remembering correctly, this is one of those that need to be level 40. Just to like crack fifteen hundred. So this is an expensive investment with charm and disarming voice and wild charge. I don't actually know the details on this meta, but I'm going to say probably don't resort to a Caddy unless you really need to and you want to spend the dust.
0: Or if you have a hundred percent.
1: No, I mean don't don't even do that. <laughs> it's it's probably not worth it. Do you have a hundred percent?
0: I do. <laughs>
1: oh God, were you going to use one for this cup? What?
0: Thinking about it okay well you know what <laughs> it's fourteen ninety six at level forty hundred percent oh my God oh that's Ooh. so painful Let's see how much dust think- would I have to put in for the one that I have I'd have to put in two hundred and sixty eight thousand four hundred That sounds better. Right. two hundred and ninety eight
1: candy power up seventy two times just think about this for a second you could power up a caddy or you could have powered up any other like staple Pokemon that's equivalent to a Medicham, an Azumeral. I have both of uh, those. A Basti Well, I know you already have, have them, but think about the invest think about the investment. Think about the investment. <laughs> I'm also talking about for, for everyone else listening. If you don't have those, if you don't have a Bastiodon, a Medicham, or a azumeral don't do it, please. It'll hurt so bad. <laughs> it still hurt to do Bastiodon. You I got so much work put out of him. You
0: should. It's a good choice for just about any any time that
1: it's appropriate. Okay, (laughs) you'll get value out of it. Your last anti-dark choice is going to be Tyranitar. Ooh. If you've got one of these guys under 1500 with Smackdown, Crunch and Stone Edge, it's definitely worth using. I think I do have one of these. I evolved one last December with the anticipation that maybe he would be used for for PvP one day. So it was my time.
0: Kyle, I've got one at 1489. Smackdown, Stone Edge, and Crunch already. Let's Ooh, do
1: that's, it. That's that's an investment. Hang on, let's, let's find out then what it. I. Apparently, I don't. Ooh, I hey. must have. I must have powered it up at some point in anticipation of using it. Oh, maybe, maybe because it's a, it's like seventeen hundred now. So, oh well, that's okay. I I've got like I don't even know how many Lavatars sitting around. Maybe de- December will be a another time to evolve one. Maybe, but this couple be over by then. That's okay i'm not taking part so <laughs> oh bummer okay next up you have anti-water number one here i love it so much is minum with spark and thunderbolt and discharge
0: <laughs> yeah
1: Just, there's not much else to say here except uh, except it's minum he can he can be powered up to a fairly high level before he reaches the cap it and he's probably bulkier than either of the next two choices that i'm about to say
0: well here one thing i want to say the best part about mining being on this list is that Plusle isn't <laughs> it's just mining and it's not like or if you have a Plusle, you could also bring one it's just like a little bit worse it's not even on the list nobody cares about it like that's how i feel
1: i i think that is pretty hilarious they don't aren't they identical
0: i don't know i don't think so but mining's i'm about on this to list. find out they are
1: not identical they have different stats so everything makes sense Wow. Plus it has more attack.
0: Interesting. Okay, so mine is better and, because it has better defense and HP and stuff.
1: Uh, yes, it has more defense. They have the same stamina. So you know we learned something with you huh. with you listeners at the same time. Huh. Next up, Raichu. Just regular old Raichu with Thundershock, which is legacy, or spark, and wild charge and brick break. Again, to my knowledge, Raichu's a pretty, pretty squishy choice, but everyone loves... Uh, no, I'm not going to say that. Some people love Raichu. <laughs> I love Raichu. You love Raichu. He's great. I'm, I'm sure you love the next option, because it's a Alolan Raichu. Yeah, I
0: sure do. It's just <laughs> fancy Raichu.
1: <laughs> Raichu with a bit of a, a suntan. Yeah. Sunburn if you're shiny. Ugh, chocolate bunny. With... Thunder Shock and Thunder Punch and Grass Knot. Some interesting uh grass move there. Next up, Pachirisu for that for that regional squirrel that you got.
0: Oh, I got I got to see if like out of the 15 Pachirisu I still have from Go Fest, if any of them are any good for
1: this <laughs> for PvP. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. Oh, I still have like oh my god, I still have like 30 of them. So many. Yeah. Gonna want spark and thunderbolt and thunder punch. That's, I just pottery with thunder punch. Fantastic. It's an image. <laughs> Little arms. Oh. Yeah. Next up is Linoon with shadow claw and grass knot and dig. Next up, Licky Tongue with lick and power whip and stomp. I don't even think I've ever heard the move stomp in pokemon go on a list before it. so
0: my favorite thing about this though is that it has power whip
1: <laughs> which is a grass move yes that's why it's on the list that's
0: awesome it's so cool <laughs> it's got a ghost move a, a grass move and stomp which is pr- pretty much it's like it's like body slam was on vigoroth were you around for that when that was in the meta yes, yes. yeah yeah so it, yeah it's just funny it is funny but hey
1: it's whatever like a tongue <laughs> and lastly you got Shellgon with dragon breath and twister and flamethrower Ooh, interesting yeah
0: Shellgon is apparently like because dragon breath does a lot really good with energy generation uh mm-hmm. and twister i think is a two bar charge even Flame flamethrower is a on one bar so it, it's pretty versatile it's got really great coverage it gets stabbed from dragon breath and twister so that's good there uh we have one more section and and there was a lot more pokemon to this pool uh, this is the Flex, which is also kind of the anti-fairy in a lot of ways. Um, Not all the options I put in here because we got to kind of get a move on here. But here's like six uh, honorable mentions. The first is Tank with Poison Jab and Crunch Sludge Bomb or Flamethrower. I've used a Tank like personally in my team's <laughs> multiple, multiple times. I love him to death. He's great. Also, he makes for awesome trivia. Nidakween. Poison Jab and Earth Power, Earthquake. Niddle King is also on the list, but Niddle Queen is just better, I think, because there's <laughs> some more bulk. Uh, Agron, if you, you know God's cruelest joke, is, is now at the forefront, I guess. Agron with Smackdown and Heavy Slam slash Stone Edge is just a, kind of a, a worse Tyranitar, I guess. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Alolan Sand Slash, Powder Snow and Ice Punch, Gyro Ball or Bulldoze. I will say that ground type moves are generally better better for this well pvp in general ground moves are really really good so maybe lean on that bulldoze as an option regular nine tails drop that alolan off of that with fire spin and flamethrower which is apparently uh flamethrower is legacy solar beam and psy shock if you want to you know pull in those weird coverage moves that's awesome solar beam nobody's gonna expect that that's cool (laughs) and then lastly alolan marowak because you have one already from the previous cup if you don't i'm really surprised fire spin shadow ball and bone club same move
1: set still viable there you go there's your value so I just I want to throw in here I looked up Pachirisu while you were doing that if you power up a Delcaddy and a Pachirisu for this I don't know if I can talk to you anymore because Pachirisu's max CP with 100% IVs is 1263 1213 I'm sorry oh oh
0: it's got a good
1: it's got a whopping 94 attack but (laughs) (laughs) it's got 172 defense and 155 stamina really it's like bastiodon but not quite as
0: or as exciting lord Oh, geez. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, I'll have to look into the mining one. That's the other one that really, uh, really stood out to me. But anyway, I'll tell you all of my embarrassing admissions next week. I'm sure I'll have my cup team together by then. Uh,
1: But let's move into the PokePole. Last week's question was, do you feel that the 100-kilometer distance reward is enough? What would you add if you feel like it falls short? Alicia wrote in and said, since I haven't gotten to PvP yet, Stardust alone is not a motivator for me. I'd be motivated for any of the items you have to purchase currently. Lures, maybe the special ones that we currently have. Whatever the most recent gen stone is, I've gotten one UNOVA stone since they've been released. It's so frustrating, at least this way, I'd know I could work for it instead of waiting on pure luck. TMs and incubators. TMs, of course, being a a great option, I think. I think we mentioned it last week. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's nice knowing that Unova stones will be in these uh, team rocket leader things. So that's cool. that It'll be there. But I also wish it was kind of in the 100 kilometer. Like I wish the 100 kilometer had at least like one rare item
1: that they knew that everybody wanted. I mean, like, look, in the grand scheme of things, you're going to need nine Unova stones pretty much.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's kind of plus a couple for filler. So it won't be that big a deal soon, just like Sinnoh stones aren't that big a deal anymore. True, true. Julius wrote in said, maybe a Pokemon encounter, like a rare one, like a final evolution of a starter or a legendary, or maybe it could even be the way to attain, to obtain Victini. That's, that's an option. I don't think they want to tie a Pokemon uniquely to it.
0: Yeah, but. I don't think, because it's just... 100 kilometers is just unreachable by to from certain people that play this game.
1: It's we talked about, yeah.
0: So maybe, maybe like you know, another chance of like a research breakthrough would be cool, but I don't think they'd put like something like a Victini,
1: yeah. A rare Pokemon encounter would be pretty sweet. A 100 kilometer distance would give you a Litwick encounter, yeah, would give you a Tyranitar encounter, something that would get you excited for popping it. I think Tao Pikachu said. I would like at least two raid passes and a Unova stone. You know, two two raid passes is pretty reasonable, I think.
0: That's three dollars with the Unova stone, right? Yeah. I, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, how
1: much do you value the Unova stone?
0: One at? colossal event ticket, seven eight dollars, eight
1: dollars, <laughs> eight dollars. Okay. Just the average Joe said, "I'd like to see number of kilometers walked times a thousand Stardust." Well, that's that, that one won't happen. I'm sorry. But boy, would, would it be great. And subsequently, the bands dictate what items you are eligible for. So five kilometers would give you some rare candy, two kilometer eggs. 25 would give you a few more rare candies and five kilometer eggs. 50 kilometers would give you even more rare candies, five kilometer eggs, and a one-use incubator. And 100 kilometer would get you the most rare candies, a 10K egg, and one use super incubator.
0: Now, that looks like a great reward tier system for me because, like, if you're walking that far, well, first of all, rare candies are probably useful for you because you're walking your buddy a lot. Like, people that walk distances think, like, big distances, like 100 kilometers, even 50, think about their buddy Pokemon more often than people that don't walk, right? And then getting the egg and an incubator just seems to synergize well with the sort of play style those players are doing.
1: It does, and it's also just a drop in the bucket, you know? Somebody who's going to walk 100 kilometers a week who plays this game, they probably went through a significant amount of incubators during the
0: week. Yeah, definitely, 100%.
1: Mikey says, first of all, 100 kilometers in a week is rather difficult for a lot of players, and this could be due to any number of reasons, such as busy schedules, family, work, age, or injury. Any reward for achieving this shouldn't be too much more than what you would get for 50 kilometers. Second, if Niantic is going to create more rewards for Adventure Sync, then I'd much prefer monthly rewards. This would encourage players to walk more in situations where they're too far from the next weekly reward tier but still want to make gains towards their monthly goal. Now, I like this a lot. This is This is a good idea. You know, we already have the mobile gaming, the free-to-play gaming staple of our daily login stuff. Yeah. That culminate in a weekly reward, but we don't have anything that really rewards players monthly for their work throughout the month. So, what do you think?
0: Um, I think if there was like a streak system as well, it's like, hey, for like the first, like for these four weeks or these four Tuesdays or whatever, you got a five k, two twenty five ks, and one fifty k. You have earned. Maybe there's point values with each, right? So you get one point for every yeah. one kilometer. Yeah. So two five Ks, two twenty five K's and one fifty K would be like nine points, because two ones, two twos, and one three. Uh, and like that many points allowed like maybe that give you that many of rare candy or something like that at the end. Like something that, that keeps track of it. Like streaks mm-hmm. and stuff are a part of this game. Like it's trying to habitualize your behaviors. So it would make sense for me for them to do. Something like that, Definitely. I guess. That, a that good seems idea. like
1: a no-brainer. Yeah, Catherine said, I think all the Stardust rewards for the tier should be doubled. And 100 Climbers should have 5 rare candies as well. Nothing game-breaking as I routinely get more rare candies from one raid. I personally think the Stardust rewards should be doubled or more because it's almost a joke. Mm-hmm. When you consider like how much Stardust you get from other factors, the 10k the 10k is for the 100 kilometers right now right and it's 5k if you get 50 yes that's just like that's bad it's bad <laughs> yeah it is pretty awful uh but oh well it's it's free rewards it's technically something,
0: but. Yeah, i just don't know if they're going to put the infrastructure into track it at, at such a, a, a crazy distance you think you would there would be something else to it
1: mm-hmm. that's really it so this week's PokePole is. If we were to see another Colossal Discovery-like event, what sort of changes would you like to see? I'll go first because I think I know. Okay, great, because I I have no idea and I really want to know what you think first. First and foremost, very, very clear disclosure of what the event's going to be is going to be a big thing for me going forward. Just in general, like, if they'd mentioned raids were going to be more frequent. We probably we potentially would have planned to go somewhere else, you know? Mm-hmm. That would have been nice to know. But other than that, more interesting rewards as a result. I mentioned different types of cosmetics. I think in, in addition to the pose, if they'd included an outfit accessory, that way you can flex without potentially looking dumb like the pose yeah.
0: does yeah if they had like one more slot that was like that was called like an accessory or something like that and it was like a pocket watch with like a
1: design on it or something yeah something something like that or like you know what give it a background flare so like when you go to somebody's profile when you click on them in a raid or when you click on them as your friend instead of just seeing the plain background with the faded color of their team you know, there could be like a sunburst effect or they could be in like the haunted woods or like on a beach or something. Give that kind of stuff that you that players can flex on other players for. And yeah, I would buy it in a heartbeat.
0: I agree 100 percent. I think they be pretty great. Aside from that, though, I would love to see uh, like the spawns that are happening. I, those are the spawns that were increased for everybody that entire weekend. Yep. Uh, like I didn't it didn't feel special to me. If they're not going to be crazy special, like, you know, a regional or something like that, at least make them rare and exciting Pokemon, right? So instead of Aram, it could have had Bronzor or something like that.
1: Yeah. Or vary it up. You know, they released shiny Skarmory with this. Why wasn't Skarmory everywhere? Right. Exactly type of thing I like agree. make it relevant mm-hmm.
0: and i mean even even if they give you a, a guaranteed like shiny from the special research like they did with jumpstart i think that would have been fine too i don't think uh, giving away shinies doesn't give anybody a play advantage
1: as long as it wasn't a like recent or current shiny i would be i'd be for that
0: yeah I maybe mean, if, if it was like a pikachu or something
1: yeah you know I, i'd be for that yeah me too That'd be a good option
0: yeah i think there's a multitude of ways that you could have improved that event um, which is why i thought it would make a great poke poll so if you dear listener have an answer to the question if we were to see another colossal discovery like event what sorts of changes would you like to see you can go ahead and uh, answer the question we posted to social media such as facebook and or twitter also you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com and speaking of emails email emails all right we got a, a couple e-mail. of e- <laughs> email we got a couple of emails here we actually got three but we're going to move one it, there's a great big dense email from Catherine that we want to dig through but we're running really long and it's actually going to tie in with our conversation with the neck this upcoming week's poke poll uh, really well so we're going to move it to next week Catherine. we see your email we read it we already talked about it a little bit we're excited to discuss it but we're going to do that next week Uh, So our first email this week is from Rob. Hey, go Castorinos. Rob here. Sadly, (sighs) go Castorinos. Sadly, no crazy hypotheticals, but rather a question this week. Ooh, changing it up. So this Halloween event was great. Too many shinies out there to check them all. If I was being honest with myself, it's getting to the point that you need to just shiny check every Pokemon that's around. That's true. And there's something to be said about that for sure. Uh, so my question this week is, do you guys think it's about time for Niantic to include overworld shinies into the game? My idea for it would be you'd be able to see them pop up in the wilds as shiny without clicking them. But there will be some exclusions during a Pokemon Community Day. You'd still have to click on them to see if they're shiny. Also, on the nearby, it wouldn't show them up as shiny and uh, you'd have to physically run into them. So you, you can't. It wouldn't be any nearby, which I think would be key for this to be successful. I can't wait to hear you guys' thoughts. Hope you guys have a great day and happy catching. Sincerely, Rob. Well, joke's on you, Rob. We record at the end of the day. So, <laughs> but thank you. I had a great day. Yes. So what do you think, Kyle? Shiny's in the overworld? Now, What do I think
1: will happen or what do I think of the idea? What do you think of the idea yes. first? It's great. Like, it. it's how it works and Let's Go. Because you can see the Pokemon in the overworld. You can see when the shiny spawns, yeah. which is really cool. But in relation to Pokemon Go, it's never going to happen. Like, it just flat out. And, like, I'm trying to figure out how you word that, why you reason that. I just know that it's not going to happen. Because it it makes them less rare, I guess. Yeah. It'd be a lot yeah. easier to mass check and do sweeping drive-bys of areas if you could see at a glance, if it was shiny. Well, they want you to, they
0: want you to do these small things, right? They want you to click on stuff. They don't want yes. you to just have the screen open and look at the screen. They want you to click on things and, and get that experience every single time. Right.
1: I would, I would settle for just reducing the animation. Oh my God, please. Reduce the animation of clicking on Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. There should be an option. So long. you
0: know, to like speed that stuff up or like buffer out the, the intro and the outro stuff. I mean, even for catching, though, too, I really wish that catching was faster.
1: Yeah, I wish it was like I, – I find myself saying this sort of frequently. I wish it was more like Wizards Unite. As soon as you know you've successfully done a foundable, you can back out or you can tap out and it's, it's done.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that is quality of life change we need, but – um, I think that this it, this would work. I really did like sh- shinies in the overworld with um, let's go, but I would agree one hundred percent with you, Kyle, that I don't think they'll ever do it just because they want you to click on your screen and that's about it. Uh, plus, it's like really like it's it's such a like burst of adrenaline and dopamine, you know, when you click on it, like oh, it's shiny, that's so cool, you know. Like I don't, I just don't feel yep. like it would be as extravagant uh, or involved or engaging, rather, if it was in the overworld
1: but oh well next email is from fan of the show Pidgey Grabba. says hey GoCasters, casters Pidgey Graba here I have supplied two different emails to Pokemon Go radio and lured up with my reactions and wanted to provide a reaction a little further out for context my ticket was gifted to me plug for secret league I had two kids in a stroller and temps like in the 40s The event was good. Raids were always popping off at the gyms we could run to. Met up with an internet friend, and there was a group of like 10 to 15 trainers at any given raid. We didn't trip over each other, but it was enough to knock the raid down. Hypothetically speaking, what if the next event was an egg event? They limit super incubators in the shop and give you 20 to 30 super incubators during a 6 to 8 hour window. In that time, eggs will be 10 kilometers. Ticket allows half distance eggs. And super incubators bring it down to 3.3 kilometers per egg. They could place special Pokemon, insert shiny regionals, for example, if it wasn't a reward earlier this summer. Would you pay $8 for that? I don't know. I'm generally asking. All in all, I think it was a good way to bring Reggie's in slash back and feeling from most of the community was positive. Well, there's a lot to unpack there. First off, what do you think about his idea of of an event? Like an egg event? Yeah, an egg event as opposed to like a raid event that you buy oh, a ticket for. Well,
0: the value for 20 to 30 super incubators and in what you're going to get out of that for $8, holy cow. Yeah, I'd probably pay upwards of 10 bucks for like 20 uh, 30 to
1: 30 super incubators,
0: especially if they were see, three uh, use uh,
1: each, you know? But you see, if, if we're going to go by the previously established rules, it's one incubator at a time. Okay. Because – because if they if they were to give you twenty incubators straight up, it would be absurd. I think. I don't think it would be one at a time. I don't. I don't think they would do that. I don't know. I feel like because hatching nine Pokemon basically for eight dollars over and over again. I mean, there's absurd value there for sure. Yeah. But then there's also like uh, you're for you know you're really forcing people to walk for those that time
0: for sure. And and I'm super. And I think into there's a that. negative.
1: Oh. You don't like that? Well, I think it's it's a negative for a lot of people because a lot of people walk on their own time as opposed to associated with an event. Yeah. Sometimes they get their walking in because of work or because they have a workout in the morning. So I think it would be – if it wasn't for the insane value of super incubators, it would not be very appealing oh, to
0: me. Okay. So here here's a good way to balance it, right? Those 20 to 30 super incubators are all one use. You, the, mm-hmm. the eggs that have special Pokemon in them are only from stops that you spend during the event window. You get those incubators up front. Let's say you get 25 just up front for your $8. That means mm-hmm. you get 25 hatches for $8, which makes it more reasonable for value. But if you don't walk that entire event and use them all, you're not going to get the special eggs and stuff. So I could see
1: something like that. Yeah. I could also flip it on its head. Say you get 20 regular-use super incubators but all eggs are only 2k and there's a rarity you know bell curve of what pokemon can be in them on the rare end you have the you know the the golats the litwicks whatever you want to put in the eggs for example and then in the middle you have the common 10k spawns and then at the other end you have poor spawns like two regular 2k's and then that way somebody could feel like they're making good progress because you're really churning out eggs if it was two kilometer half distance super. Incubated.
0: Oh, yeah. Plus, you're getting a lot of stardust for hatching and
1: experience. And I think there's value in that, too. I think the only thing that holds me back from the idea is that if it were 10Ks like suggested, you're not getting rewarded very frequently. So it feels not as good. Uh, e-
0: Yeah, but the stardust is. Is better. And if you're walking and you're putting nine in there, when you do walk three point three and you hatch nine of those, you're like, whoa, yes. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I think this is this is more for more for walkers for sure. Um, And I am a walker. I like walking a lot. like, you know, when we go downtown, we play like we do like five or six miles. One of those days we did more than that. I think for yeah, GoFest, we walked so much. What was it like? Uh, and we did we did fifty digits. kilometers
1: in in like two and a half days. Yeah,
0: so, so it was a lot of walking, and, and we're down for that. But I, you know, it's not accessible for a lot of people that might not be able to walk that distance or whatever. But you still get the upfront value of those you know twenty five
1: one use incubators.
0: I don't know. I think that that appeals to more people than I think this Reggie event did.
1: I don't know. I still think this Reggie event would have appealed to more people if they'd communicated the raid
0: more yeah if if i had known the emphasis was on raids more than the special research because all of us were only talking about special research really and spawns but that wasn't the the big draw it was raids so anyway uh i think this is a really great question thanks picture Grabba. appreciate your email if you dear listener want to send us an email please send it to mail and gocastpodcast.com send us your tired and your poor uh thoughts i suppose uh, only, please don't show up at our our doors. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you can literally send us an email about anything—a fun idea, feedback, and an event. Like we love all that stuff, and we do read all of our emails. You can also go to our website at gocastpodcast dot com. Follow us on Twitter at gocast podcast. Like us on Facebook, the GoCast Podcast. Help support the show if you want to get in our Discord and do the PvP tournament and stuff we're doing. Hey, Ferocious Cup time! You probably won't be ultra friends with everybody in, in time for that, but. Hey, it's good to get in there for the future ones, I suppose. You can go <laughs> visit our Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash go cast podcast. And uh one dollar, the lowest tier per month will get you access to the Discord. And there's also some other stuff like fun postcards I've been sending out. I just ordered a bunch of stickers and stuff. I'm really excited to include them. Uh and also uh some buttons. Some, you know little go cast buttons some but buttons. some buttons i'm real thrilled about it but if you want to help support the show in a way that's free won't break the bank patreon's not your deal whatever you can always leave us a review on itunes or stitcher or apple Podcasts or wherever you might be listening to us that allows a review uh please do it's free and easy it takes only a moment of your time and it really helps us out and uh, means the world to us as well okay not as much as purpose in my week means to me though goals let's do it mr kyle oh boy uh oh boy. Spin, spin me a tale of your future
1: yikes okay so i'm gonna be realistic here i'm probably not gonna get a big chance to play this week either you know i'm i'm still finalizing all my moving stuff and then i'm gonna be going back to work which is gonna throw all sorts of wrenches into things because i haven't been there in a week oh geez and then i have commitment for my dad on saturday so there goes my time playing there but i would like to max out the the shiny mischievous that i mentioned last week okay It's, it's like it's like level 30 so i got the expensive bit to go but that'll probably take up my stardust goal as well for for this week so i'm at a loss of what i'm supposed to do otherwise make sure that i get my my research breakthrough because I missed a day during this move and I was sad.
0: Okay. Research breakthrough. So you can, you know, get your uh your Unova Stone?
1: Yeah, you know, if I get one more Unova stone, I'll I'll be able to be at the I'll get to like thirty one thirty-two.
0: Yeah. Is that you wanna put a UNOVA metal goal in
1: there? Uh, no, because then that's going to make me want to use my only, Unova stone (laughs) on a a pan And I don't want to do that. That's fair enough. Okay. Any other goals?
0: Not this week. Okie dokie for myself. I want to do one of the team go rocket uh, leader things once they get uh, released. I also want to do a full Pokestop nomination. I'm going to mess with that system since it will be going live next week, allegedly, hopefully. Uh, so one stop nomination so we can talk about it. That'd be pretty cool. And I want to get my ferocious cup team together. Ooh,
1: and in such a way can't that wait to hear the
0: call. Yeah. In such a way that makes Kyle reel with terror uh, <laughs> uh, for, you know, my complete disregard for my resources and their value. Okay, great. So, uh, with that, thank you guys so much for listening. It was yet another, another longer episode. It's been great. There's just been so much to talk about recently. Can't complain about that. And we'll see you guys next week for episode 71. Bye-bye. Bye.